It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. September the 14th it is. Welcome to the show. Joe Biden uh, claims that uh, his first job was going to be as a lumberjack. That's, that's it. Ed. He was going to drive an 18-wheeler. We're going to get into that. He, uh, he has a feeling, he has, there's something about just lying about everything, even though he's a public figure, uh, that he, he just, he needs to, I guess, connect with people because there's no other way to connect, so we just make stuff up. See, the difference on this show, I, I don't make stuff up. I'm here to connect using content and, uh, you know, whatever. This guy literally feels like everywhere he needs to go. Next time, if he goes, like, to Maine, he'll say, yeah, I was a lobster fisherman. I was going to be a lobster fisherman, and, uh, and uh, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. So I became a lying, shyster, corrupt politician instead. You know, it's like, just like lobster fishing. So anyway, I got to get to that. Um, uh, Tony Blinken's testimony, he is, a, uh, he is also a liar, actually. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, but lots of stuff with vaccine mandates and other things all on the show today, today, today. Stamps.com, an official sponsor, and I love this product because I don't like going to the post office because it's very busy. And listen, if you've got something like on the side that you do, like you maybe got it like in the Etsy shop, you can you can do all your printing at home. You know, that's kind of nice to have. Or if you just sell a lot of stuff on Facebook and you want to send it, you can do it at home. I know it's weird. Or just pay your darn bills if you don't pay them online. Some people don't. With Stamps.com, you get uh, discounts up to 40% off from the post office, rates up to 66% off UPS rates. All you got to do basically is go to the stamps.com the website and put in the uh, promo code Newsmax. You're going to get a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. So Joe Biden uh, now says that he was going to be a lumberjack, I guess. He, his original plan when uh, back in the 60s, uh, not the 1860s, oddly enough. I know it's kind of funny. Uh, but not back in the 1860s. In the 1960s, apparently, he was much younger. I think he was under 100 then. Uh, here he is saying that, uh, and this is in a, I guess he was in Oregon, where he had a, or Idaho. He had a very poor reception. There were hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of Trump supporters outside his venue screaming at him. Same thing happened yesterday, I believe, in California. And uh, when he went to do a uh, speech, it was filled with coughing and slurred words for Gavin Newsom. Uh, here is Joe Biden talking about it. His first job was going to be as a lumberjack, apparently. I grew up in a little town called Claymont, Delaware, and I went to school. I used to tell Frank Church this. I got a, I, my first job offer where I wanted, my wife, deceased wife and I wanted to move to Idaho because we think not a joke. A not joke. a joke. Whenever he says it's not a joke, it means he's lying because he's saying something so absurd that people are going to, oh, you're joking, right? And he goes, no, no, not a joke, not a joke. I'm really, I'm really telling the truth, wink, wink. Beautiful, beautiful state. And I interviewed for a job with Boise Cascade. Old Boise Cascade. And in the meantime, there was a war going on. Anyway, but the whole point was... Oddly enough, he was actually talking at the Boise Cascade uh, plant. That uh, I used to always uh, kid Frank. But I grew up in this little steel town called Claymont, Delaware, when Scranton shut down because of coal dying. Yeah, uh, you know, just stop with this freaking nonsense. Honestly, you haven't had a rough, uh, you haven't had a rough life in your freaking life. You've never done anything hard in your life. You've never, you've never dug coal, you moron. You've never chopped down a tree. You are a fraud and a phony. You know, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, okay? So I started uh, shoveling uh, feces of different animals when I was like 10 years old. I worked my butt off through high school and farm fields, walking beets. I'm not making this up. This is like a kid in town who hasn't done anything, claiming to do all the hard work of the kids outside of town who are working on the farms. 
just because they lived in, in proximity. He is a, honestly, he's a liar. Company spokesman Lisa Shample declared Boise Cascade had no record of a job application for Biden, nor any record of having him worked for the company. Biden has built a reputation for sharing memories that are either inaccurate or wholly false. Assured the audience at the National Interagency Fire Center Roundtable that he spoke with his late uh, Senate colleague about his job with the lumber company. So there you go. He's lying again. Dear God in heaven. Do you wonder why we have vaccine? Do you wonder why we have vaccine hesitancy? Because he's trying to get us to take the stupid vaccine. Oh, um, and here's him being cut off mid-sentence by White House staffers. Can I ask you a question? Of course. One of the things that... Uh, he started going off script, apparently, and this has happened a number of times. It has happened a number of times. When he starts to go off script, and we heard last week that White House staffers, they literally have to turn down the volume when he talks on television because they know he's going to go off message and embarrass himself and them. I've been working on with some others. Is... And then it cut off and said, thank you for joining us. Time to move on. Uh, hello, 25th Amendment. Kamala Harris has not been seen in public a lot lately, and I'm, I am positing that she is being prepped, groomed, all of that stuff to take over. That's what I think. That's just what I think. Uh, she's acting uh, a slightly more clear than she is, slightly more lucid than she is, and I believe they are gearing up to remove him from office because he's just getting worse. Here's Joe Concha talking about uh, this uh, Joe Biden being cut off, literally cut off mid-sentence by White House staffers. It would be a nothing to see your situation because technical problems do happen. But now this has happened at least three times now in the last couple of months. Last month, Biden's audio abruptly goes out right before he's supposed to answer a question on the uh, disastrous military withdrawal in Afghanistan. A few months ago, his feed went out just as he said he was happy to take questions during a virtual event. And, and again, this isn't dial-up internet in the ALL, you've got mail days. And Carly, that was a thing once. Believe me, you're, you're yeah, just I'm way too young time. for that. Thank you. Thank you for confirming. Uh, my exactly. Youth. But the, the White House feed is robust. Its redundancy is tested regularly. This appears intentional, and it looks weak in the process. And you remember the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki. Oh, it's not cutting off the microphone that makes it look weak. She told CNN recently that she instructs her boss literally not to take questions. And it's amazing that the guy who received more votes than any candidate in U.S. history. Oh, yeah, 81 million votes. Uh, no, that was a fraudulent election. Not afraid to say it. As far as presidential candidates are concerned, is so shielded in these. Please call me a conspiracy theorist, and I'll fight you with facts situations one would think he could make an effective argument on his own behalf but his handlers don't even believe that and it's another reason why mr biden is increasingly unpopular even in a majority of america joe biden now cbs poll believe that joe biden is not competent focused or effective enough to handle the job and we're only eight months in well no kidding and that's why kamala harris is going to be the president by the end of the year just possibly okay Oh, here he is at the Newsom speech last night, looking feeble, weak, and coughing through the entire speech. California, I'm not sure you know it, but if you didn't know it, you should. The eyes of the nation, this is not hyperbole, the eyes of the nation are on California. This is not hyperbole, it's not a joke. Because the decision you're about to make, isn't this going to have, isn't this going to have a huge impact on California? It's going to reverberate. Yeah, he did a lot of throat clearing last night, and he could barely speak. He didn't get cut off, though, oddly enough. Oddly enough, yeah, yeah. So Anthony Blinken appeared before Congress 
Uh, not before Congress. He, he didn't have the uh, balls to show up to the uh, hearing, but he did it uh, remotely, and he, he was very revealing about a lot of things. Uh, and, and the reason why America is mad it most recently, and, and this was, again, the straw that broke the camel's back, is because of the Afghanistan withdrawal after 20 years and the investment of thousands of lives and trillions of dollars, and what an enormous insult it was to those who have invested so much in blood treasure lives, uh, PTSD, lifelong injuries, amputations, etc 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 it was an insult to everyone and it was a cluster bleep caused by joe biden none of the, our nato allies were on board they had no idea what was going to happen joe biden uh, made sure that we pulled out of the uh, bagram air force base and then pulled out of afghanistan altogether all of the military leaving thousands of americans behind and then went, oh, crap. Okay, wow, that was not a good move. Let's send 6,000 troops back in. So they sent 6,000 troops back in just as the Taliban collapsed around the airport. And the uh, well, Taliban bomber uh, killed 200 plus people, including 13 Americans, even though we have had no American casualties in Afghanistan for 18 months. I think I encapsulated it pretty well there. Pretty, pretty well. Here he is uh, saying essentially, yeah, there, there, are still, uh, there are still people left in Afghanistan that are Americans, even though he said they were all out and they were all given the opportunity to leave. We're in constant contact with American citizens still in Afghanistan who have told us that they wish to leave. And until they're murdered, I mean, <clears throat> or until, they, until we get them out, we will not rest. Each has been assigned a case management team Oh, a government case management team. That's that's fantastic. I'm sure they feel so, so safe. For specific guidance and instruction. All right. So Tony Blinken is um, honestly, he has no idea what he's talking about. He's a government bureaucrat. If you were going to let, let me make an analogy here real quick. So 20 years after we entered the war in Afghanistan, after 9-11, the same government is taking over Afghanistan. This is like 20 years after we beat Nazi Germany. Uh, the Nazis taking over in Germany again and saying, this time we're not going to kill all the Jews. No, we've completely turned over a new leaf. We all know that is false. We all know that the reason why the Taliban is is because the Taliban is a terrorist organization that is bent on a global jihad a global caliphate to kill all of us. And they will lie and they will say anything to make us believe that they're doing the opposite. That's just how they roll. And if you've only been on the planet 20 years, you don't get that because you didn't know what was going on the last 20 years and the few years before. I was. And I remember it all. And they are going door to door and they are kidnapping and they are murdering those who worked with the United States. It's happening. It is happening. Women are being told to stay inside, not go out. They are not going to be allowed in the government whatsoever. And here is Tony Blinken, who is a complete tool, saying of the essentially the 2021 Nazis that, uh, you know, they, they are they, they told us they were going to be an all inclusive government. They're not doing that yet, but I'm sure they will. So the, the interim government named by uh, the Taliban uh, falls very short uh, of the mark that was set by the international community. Uh, for inclusivity, uh, that is to have uh, a government that... Was you moron. You are such a moron. They're falling quite short of the promises they made, meaning they're, they're starting to murder and behead. They're, they're beheading people, by the way. Uh, they are whipping people in the streets. They are telling women they can't go out. Uh, yeah, but they're falling a little short, and this is the only the interim government. I'm sure things will get better once they get everybody installed. Broadly representative of the Afghan people. Uh, not just uh, the Taliban and its constituency, 
to include women, which this interim government yes, uh, there are not. there are uh, there are people on the planet in higher government positions that are this ignorant. I know, I know. It it it, it kind of makes you go, huh? And uh, as has been noted, it includes uh, many key members who have very challenging track records. Okay, all right. Oh boy, <laughs> I may need blood pressure meds. And I'll say it again, guys. This is all the product of the Gift Beast of Chance crowd. The most stupid song ever created in the history of music. It's uh, all we were saying is Gift Beast of Chance in a very violent world that wants to kill you, uh, take your wife and daughter and rape them and murder them and and take your property. All right. So you can say Give Peace a Chance. And as you're singing Give Peace a Chance, someone will come up from behind you and cut your head off. Uh, we're going to do so on the basis of whether or not it advances our interests. Maybe if we just have a bed in or a sleep in like John and Yoko, the, the Taliban will let women vote again. Uh, and those interests are very clear. Uh, they're the expectations that we've set and the international community has set. <laughs> this is so academic. It's so lame. We have ongoing freedom of travel. Uh, for uh, a government that makes good on the Taliban's commitments to combat terrorism. The, the Taliban's commitments to combat terrorism. Um, the Taliban is a freaking terrorist organization. Not allow Afghanistan to be used as a haven for launching attacks oh. directed against other countries. What a tool. Uh, to support the basic rights of the Afghan people, what including tool. women and minorities. Oh, dear God. Uh, and uh, to uh, allow humanitarian assistance to get to people who so desperately need it. It'll never get there because they'll just take the money and spend it on weapons. That will be the basis upon which we engage any Taliban-led uh, government, whether it's the central government or one they may name uh, in the days and weeks ahead. I just, honestly, I don't even know what to say. Representative uh, Ronnie Jackson uh, talked to Tony Blinken. This is the largest um, humanitarian and foreign policy crisis in uh, my lifetime, certainly probably in the history of the United States. And yet Tony Blinken, as it was all going down, was vacationing in the Hamptons. He was vacationing in the Hamptons. Meanwhile, you and me, we're lucky if we go to go to Branson. Here he is confronting this mm, person. Secretary Blinken, exactly one week ago, four of my constituents escaped Afghanistan, the first known to leave the country since your administration abandoned American citizens in Kabul on the 30th of August. Your officials left this young mother and her three children behind. The youngest was two years old. The family remained hidden and terrified for 12 long days until my team and a group of brave patriots on the ground facilitated their evacuation. During this time, the State Department did nothing to help this family. Instead, you Meanwhile, Tony Blinken says, no, we haven't turned down anybody. And uh, Congress members and other people are saying just the opposite. The, the State Department is be, having to be goaded into even assisting, and you, they're usually turning them down. ...directed them to go to the Taliban checkpoints repeatedly, where the mother eventually had a pistol placed to her head, and then told them to stay in their homes as the Taliban went door-to-door -door searching for American citizens and Afghan allies. All while you were vacationing in the Hamptons and your diplomats were safe in Doha. Then miraculously, after their safe arrival, the State Department jumped in to claim full responsibility for what had happened. The response from your team is revolting. It takes credit from the brave patriots who risked their lives to actually bring my constituents home safely. Here is uh, uh, Representative Scott Perry talking to Tony Blinken about Hunter Biden's laptop. Listen to this very uncomfortable exchange. I ask you this. I just have a couple more questions for you. A little off topic here, but I think it's interesting. How long was your recent interview with the FBI and was it a deposition? I'm sorry, I don't know what you're referring. Are you saying that you have not had a recent interview with the FBI since becoming Secretary of State? I'm, uh, I, uh, Did you have a freaking meeting with the FBI? 
I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, a meeting that you had with the FBI. Uh, and I'm happy to take that uh, up with you offline. Did the, did the State Department... I will take it up with you offline. ...department turn over documents to the FBI related to Hunter Biden, Burisma, and or the Blue State Strategies Co- Corporation? And they did, by the way. Uh, you'll have to... Uh, so you have no the, knowledge uh, of this. You have had no... You don't. You are you saying you have not, not had an interview it, it with would, the FBI it would, since it would not be appropriate for me to comment uh, in a public forum on any uh, legal proceedings that the department. I'm not asking you to comment on the legal proceedings. I'm just asking if you've been interviewed by the FBI since becoming Secretary of State. Um, again, I'm not going to comment. Okay. See, if he hadn't been interviewed, he could just say, "No, I have not." One way or another. I'm so it's fairly obvious what his answer is. Any. Uh, legal proceedings or not, uh, that may or may not have uh, happened. Have you um, sought to- let, let me remind the gentleman that the topic of this hearing is Afghanistan. That's what we'll. I, yeah, I, don't don't stray off topic. Appreciate it, Mr. Chairman, but the secretary generally refuses to answer questions about Afghanistan. So I just figured we would talk about something you should be <laughs> intimately familiar with. Have you sought to alter any of your testimony from last year's Senate investigation regarding this topic? Mr. Secretary. Okay, there you go. You can't answer any questions to a lying liar when a lying liar is lying before Congress. Uh, here's Tony Blinken uh, talking about the Biden phone call. President Biden, the, this, the transcript is available. He talked to the former president of Afghanistan who escaped Afghanistan with uh, three cars full of cash and a helicopter, $165 million, became the richest person in Afghanistan by taking our tax money. Joe Biden called him about a month ago before it it collapsed and said, I need you to lie about the Taliban taking over the country. And uh, if you don't, I will uh, remove all air support from America. Uh, And it's it's in a transcript. He said, you you need to say that the Taliban is not marching over over Afghanistan. And if you don't, we will remove air support. It is in the transcript. It was a leaked actual transcript of the call between Joe Biden and the president, former president of Afghanistan. Here is uh, Tony. Tony Blinken obfuscating and generally lying about this. Uh, first, with regard to the phone call you cited, I'm obviously not going to uh, comment on leaked, uh, uh, purportedly leaked uh, transcripts of phone calls. Here's what I can tell you. What the president said uh, in that conversation with, um, uh, with then-President Ghani is exactly what uh, he was saying in public. Uh, That's nonsense. Uh, and it's this, that... The issue is because right now he's actually he just said that he was not going to talk about a leaked phone call. And now he's saying, listen, now he's talking about a leaked phone call. So listen, he says, I'm not going to comment on a leaked phone call. But he was saying in public uh, and it's this he said uh, in that conversation with um, uh, with then President Ghani is exactly what uh, he was saying in public. So he's just acknowledging that it's a leaked phone call and it is credible. He said it was not credible earlier and now he's saying, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and quote for it uh, from it and say that it's realistic and you're literally commenting on it. Uh, And it's this, that the issue is not the capacity at that point of the Afghan government and the Afghan security forces uh, to hold the country and to hold Kabul. It was their will and whether they had a plan to do so. And we were concerned that they were not demonstrating that will uh, or that plan. Uh, he pressed President Ghani on the need to consolidate his forces based on the military advice from our military leaders to make sure that he could defend uh, the places that needed defending and not overstretch those forces. And he needed to bring people together 
Why did you go ahead and just pull out everything, including our troops, and shut down uh, Bagram Air Force Base, which, I mean, billions of dollars invested in it, a 30-mile square uh, perimeter, and we wouldn't have to rely on neighboring countries. We could actually have it there. We could keep China at bay. We could keep Iran at bay, etc. Here is uh, uh, Representative Michael McCall talking about the, the new Taliban. Two days ago, we commemorated the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And while we mourn the loss of almost 3,000 innocent people, the Taliban at the same time celebrated by raising their flag over the presidential palace. Days before, they emblazoned their flag on the This is why people are saying bleep Joe Biden. Wall of our United States Embassy, proclaiming the defeat of the United States of America. Shockingly, the White House has described this Taliban regime as businesslike and professional. I mean, it hasn't worked at a company where they cut off people's heads. So let's meet a few of these professionals, the so-called new and improved Taliban. Yeah, here's one of them that was mentioned just a few minutes ago. The acting prime minister, Mullah Hassan Akun, one of the Taliban's founding leaders. He is also sanctioned by the United Nations and sheltered Osama bin Laden for years. This is why people are saying, bleep Joe Biden, bleep Joe Biden. Here is Representative Michael McCall uh, saying that um, the State Department has actually ignored Americans left behind, even though Secretary Blinken says, oh no, we're helping everybody. We've got all sorts of open channels of dialogue. This did not have to happen, but the president refused to listen to his own generals and the intelligence community who warned him precisely what would happen when we withdrew. This was an unmitigated disaster of epic proportions. I never thought in my lifetime that I would see an unconditional surrender to the Taliban. For weeks, our office- This isn't going anywhere, kids. Offices were flooded with requests to help people get out of Afghanistan. Requests that were coming to us because the State Department failed to provide help. No, wait, wait, that's not what Tony Blinken just said. And then the unimaginable happened. On August 26, 13 American servicemen and women were brutally murdered by- Many of them were babies and toddlers on September the 11th, 2001. ISIS-K trying to help American citizens and our Afghan partners escape from the Taliban. Here's Representative Michael McCall talking about the betrayal of our troops by the Biden administration. Mr. Secretary, the American people don't like to lose, especially not to the terrorists. But that is exactly what has happened. This has emboldened the Taliban and our adversaries. The Taliban, a designated terrorist group, now equipped with American weapons than most countries in the world. Just a $85 billion in our weaponry going to the Taliban. A few weeks ago, thousands oh, of Lord. terrorists, the worst of the worst, were all released from prisons as the Taliban overran the country. Can you make it worse? Is it, is it possible for the Biden administration to make it worse? Every step they take makes it worse. The situation we find ourselves in is far worse in my judgment as a former chairman of Homeland Security Committee, far worse than pre-9-11. To make matters worse, 
we abandoned Americans behind enemy lines. We left behind the interpreters who you, Mr. Secretary, and the President both promised to protect. I can summarize this in one word. Cluster what? Betrayal. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't the word I was thinking. It was something completely different. Oh, by the way, today the uh, the recall election is happening for Gavin Newsom, and already we've seen evidence of vote stealing and voter fraud in California. And I believe absolutely 100% this is how the Democrats operate now. And and like the Taliban, we cannot just go, oh, okay, we, I believe you. I believe you. Okay, you know, I know 2020 happened, but I know things will be different now. I know that you're different. The Democrat Party knows they're going to get their asses handed to them in 2022. The Democrat Party knows that nobody voted for this crap that's going on in the country right now. And so they will do anything, including stealing elections. This is a report from KTLA. With regard to uh, people showing up, apparently, countless Republicans in the San Fernando Valley had trouble casting their recall ballots. We're told they had already voted, even though they had not. I'm not hearing this from Democrats, oddly enough. There are stories about Democrats having their votes stolen. Here is uh, part number one to this uh, report about Republicans having their votes. Apparently, already had voted, but didn't. Hello, Court and Rick. This is quite a story. Good question. What is going on? We spoke with several concerned voters here in the West. We need a new American revolution. I mean, we really do. I'm not talking about with guns, but we need, uh, we need a new American revolution in this country. Not only for this, but also the swamp in Washington, D.C. San Fernando Valley, who believes something wonky had been going on at places like El oh, it's wonky. Camino Real Charter High School in Woodland Hills. This place opened up as an early polling location, open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily, but several people tell us they showed up to vote this morning in the special California governor recall election and were told that computers showed they had already cast their ballots. Only Republicans, weird. So what? Staffers, they say, were apologetic and helpful, but those voters we talked to are extremely concerned, suspicious, and... I'd be really pissed off. ...wanting answers. California native and current West Hills resident, 88-year-old Estelle Bender, spoke with us just a short time ago. What happened today and how shocked are you? Mary, I went to... How could you be shocked? El Camino High School to vote. Got there at 10.30, gave her this, and she scanned it and said, you voted. And I said, no, I haven't. And she said, this has been happening all morning. This has been happening all morning. Here's a little bit more from the KTLA report. The man next to me was arguing the same thing. Huh. So as I left, I did the provisional ballot. And, left, just... and you could do the provisional ballot, and maybe your vote will count this time. But because somebody voted for you, most probably uh, against the recall, uh, it's it's a negative. Okay, your vote has been uh, negated, neutralized. You don't exist anymore. You don't exist in a representative republic anymore. The, the, the greatest thing you can do, the greatest uh, gift that you've been given other than freedom of speech has been taken from you. If Donald Trump, when Donald Trump becomes the president again, I hope that he says that there is a minimum sentence of 10 years in jail for voter fraud like he did with tearing down statues on federal land. That ended that pretty quick. I personally think it should be a life sentence or a death sentence sentence to be quite honest. I was really angry and I saw two women walking toward me as I left and I said don't be surprised if they tell you you've already voted and she said they've already done that. If uh -huh. I voted how did I vote? And who did you vote for? 
Well, I asked... They're not going to tell you who you vote for. The couple, the young women that I talked to, and I said, are you by any chance Republicans? She said, yes. And I said, well, so am I. And so are the two friends that had the problem at VFW. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One more uh, piece of audio from this story. All right, take a look. The L.A. County Registrar's Office released a statement tonight following our inquiries. A spokesman says the voters who experienced this issue were offered and provided a provisional ballot, the fail-safe option to ensure no one is turned away from voting. Provi- and you uh, will most likely have your vote negated by a fraudulent vote. Provisional ballots are regular ballots. So it means D-word for Richards. And once the eligibility of the voter is verified, they are processed and counted. After troubleshooting the issue, the equipment at the locations was replaced and voting continued. Oh, sure it was. Yeah, you bet it was. I'll bet you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, lots of uh, vaccine mandate stuff coming up. Oh, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. People losing their jobs because they refuse to uh, get the vaccine. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and the UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for business, whether you're a small business sending invoices or just navigating hybrid work life. They can handle with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once the stamp is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. Oh, so easy. Plus, you get discounts of up to 40% off post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. It's going to save you time and money, and all you got to do is go to Newsmax, or I should say Newsmax. Go to stamps.com and enter promo code Newsmax. There's no risk. You get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Newsmax. You're going to love it. I promise you. You're going to love it. An ethics professor, ethics professor in Canada, did what she did, probably her final lesson at the university that she's been employed at the last 20 years. The lesson was regarding vaccine mandates. The professor's employer has implemented a mandatory COVID-19 vaccination, which uh, she believes is unethical. She's not afraid of the vaccine. She's just saying that a mandate is unethical. She's a professor of ethics. Her name is Dr. Julie Paness. She is an ethics professor at Ontario's Huron, Huron University College, which is affiliated with Western University, blah, blah, blah. Here she is giving what will, well, it was her last lecture. My employer has just mandated that I must get a vaccine for COVID-19. If I want to keep working at my job as a professor, I have to take this vaccine. Here's my conundrum. My school employs me to be an authority on the subject of ethics. I hold a PhD in ethics and ancient philosophy. And I'm here to tell you it's ethically wrong to coerce someone to take a vaccine. Oh, really? No. If it happens to you, you don't have to do it. If you don't want a COVID vaccine, don't take one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's a little bit more from her uh, final speech. My job is to teach students how to think critically, to ask questions that might expose a false argument. Questions like, says who? No, but see, if you question the, the narrative of the government, that's disinformation, guys. Or as Joseph Stalin called it in 1926, disinformatia. Who is the authority giving this order? Yeah, that's who it came from. 
Should I trust them with control over my body? As a professor, I don't have to watch the news to find out if the COVID vaccine... What if the government says you have to tattoo a number on your wrist so they know who you are? ...are safe. Got to go along with that. I read medical journals and I consult my colleagues who are professors of science and medicine. I've learned from doctors that there are serious questions about how safe these vaccines really are. There are That's disinformation. ...questions about how well they work. Nobody's promising that I won't get COVID or transmit COVID if I get the vaccine. But ultimately, none of that matters to me because I'm a professor of ethics and I'm a Canadian. This is called having a standard. I'm entitled to make choices. You Democrats, you don't understand what that is. This is about what does and does not enter my body, regardless of my reasons. Mm-hmm. Now here she is talking about facing dismissal. But that is not the approach of the University of Western Ontario, which has suddenly required that I be vaccinated immediately or not report for work. So with the school year beginning in a few days, I am facing imminent dismissal after 20 years on the job. Doesn't matter. You are not uh, following what the government is ordering. So bye-bye to you. Here's the introduction for her last lesson. If I'm allowed back into my university, it's my job to teach my students that this is wrong. I'm hired to teach them that it is ethically wrong to impose an experimental medical procedure as a condition of employment. This is my first and potentially my last lesson of the year. And it was not. Here's the uh, uh, little bit more of this. Ethics 101. In the spirit of Socrates, who was executed for asking questions, this lesson... Maybe he was preaching disinformation. ...lesson will consist of only one question. Yes. The answer is multiple choice. Please listen carefully. When a person has done the same job to the satisfaction of her employer for 20 years, yes. is it right or is it wrong to suddenly demand that they submit to an unnecessary medical procedure? It doesn't matter because the government decides what is right and wrong, even if it's unethical. Procedure ...in order to keep their job. In this case, the procedure is an injection of a substance that has not been fully tested for safety. Uh, doesn't matter. It has not yet been shown to be effective. Doesn't matter. It is designed to prevent an illness that poses little threat to the employee. Does not matter. The employee is not allowed to ask questions. Nope. She may only submit to the procedure or be fired. And have you noticed that there are some things you can't ask questions about because you'll be taken down off social media? The mainstream media will not cover it, and the Democrat Party will call you a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And all of the things that they've said in the past are, are real, turned out to be disinformation, like Russian collusion, like January 6th being an organized insurrection of the Capitol. Yeah. There you go. I wonder what they'll say about election 2020. Mm, I wonder what they'll say about vaccine mandates. Here's a final line of her, her speech. To my first-year students... Is this right or is this wrong? I already know the answer. That was amazing, Julie. I know, Julie. And by the way, she lost her job on the 7th of this month. So there you go. Joe Scarborough, who is just not terribly bright and, and married to somebody who's even, I think what they do is they even each other out. His IQ and her IQ equal right about zero. 
You know, I think he's got like a 50. She's got a negative 50. So they even out. So they're just at a line of stupid, just barely able to breathe. He says that vaccines uh, skeptics are too uh, stupid to listen to doctors. You know, you're stupid if you don't. If you ask questions, not only is it disinformation, but you're stupid. Here's the first part of it with Mika chiming in as well. I mean, Joe, I think it was Matthew Miller who tweeted, you know, this angry dad routine is working for Biden. I. I honestly, he values human life. No, it's not working actually, and he doesn't value human life. At this point, he's doing everything he can to get people to under. Unboard babies, Americans left behind in Afghanistan and our allies. Stand that you want to stay alive in this country and not get the virus. And by the way, not. Yeah, you have a one to two percent chance as an adult of being hospitalized for COVID. Let this virus turn into a delta which turns into a monster variant which to a zeta theta then starts this all over again beta but worse right and, and you know it's not just about health we've said it a million times if you don't care about how your neighbor is if you don't care about your children's health if you're too stupid to care about what the, <laughs> your doctor says or science and you're just looking at QAnon uh conspiracy yeah, it's all it's QAnon. i get my stuff from QAnon. i don't even know what the hell QAnon is theory so you're just looking at at facebook well you're not going to get the truth on facebook facebook is saying get the vaccine everything on vaccine i don't care you can do it your mother's brownie recipe and it'll put up a vaccine uh, uh, uh alert uh, on your post wake up snap yourself out of it be selfish if that's what it snap yourself out of it i think you something happened to you when you got married to that dipwad takes and know that your small business depends on it he used to fill in for rush limbaugh dear god dear god oh uh, you know and and here's a, here's a little bit more from Joe with his uh, sage wisdom. Your job depends on it. Making sure your community stays up and making sure entrepreneurs actually have an economy where they can create businesses, grow jobs. Well, that's not going to happen because the Biden administration is proposing $3 trillion in new taxes. Uh, and, and, and again, those jobs will mean you will be better off financially as well. So if you can't do it for the right reasons, yeah. if you can't do it, to protect your children and to protect your neighbors and to protect your communities and protect your friends that you go to church with or go wow. to synagogue with. Wow. Do it for your bottom line. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you know this, but for the last couple of weeks, there have been massive sporting events around the country and concerts. And there was uh, uh, Sturgis and in college football season and pro football season and nobody's wearing masks and there have been no gigantic COVID outbreaks. There's been no giant uh, deaths surrounding uh, each one of these things. You're being played. Sorry, I didn't want to sound like Joe Biden there. Um, what, by the way, let me ask you this question. What is forcing something, what is forcing someone to do something? How would you force somebody to do something? Well, you could, you could twist their arm. Uh, if you're the Taliban, you could pull people's fingernails out. You could threaten them with their job. That's forcing. You could threaten them with um, uh, not being able to go outside. You could threaten them by saying you cannot live freely in a country. That's forcing. That is forcing. But here is Stephanie Rule saying none of that is force. I'm puzzled by these people who continue. She's on MSNBC, by the way. To say they're forced. Uh, she has a show called I'm a Dipwad. To get vaccinated here. There's always been a choice. If you do not want to get vaccinated you can work from home. You can homeschool your children. Okay. You're not being forced. 
If you don't want to take a, vac, take a vaccine, you can teach your kids from home. You can order your food online. You cannot enjoy the freedoms of society. You will not be able to travel on uh, airline flights. You will not be able to work. She says that is not force. You can shop online. So where is this coming from? People saying I'm now being forced to be vaccinated. Wait, is, she, is she as dumb as AOC? Getting close. Getting pretty close. We never forced vaccinations on kids in school. If you didn't want to vaccinate your kids, you could homeschool them. And people have done it for years. If you don't want to vaccinate your kids, you know, your kids don't have to go to school that you're paying for. You're exactly right. Nobody's no, you're not. being forced. In fact, oh, if you don't get vaccinated, you just have to get tested on a weekly basis. But the reality is the science... That's forcing! If you don't take the vaccine, you are going to be forced to take a vaccine test every week. That's forcing. You guys are so ungodly stupid. It's crystal clear on this. Get it. Get vaccinated. These vaccines are incredibly effective. The more you do, see, the more you do this the more people say no. This is why there's vaccine hesitancy. It's not about the vaccine. It's about people like this and Joe Biden. They're effective, they are free, they work, and we just, it's unacceptable. It is unacceptable now. It's unacceptable and you're stupid. That people aren't getting vaccinated. We need our kids in schools. We need the schools open. We need people to get back. Why are they having public sporting events? Why are they having concerts if it's this bad? Work, we need people flying on airplanes. We need people in restaurants. We have too many Americans still out of work. And this is a simple, effective uh, shot in the arm, if you will, that our economy <laughs> needs. And there's no reason. Better than a shot to the head, which will be the next uh, way to force people to take the vaccine. Easy not to get vaccinated at this point in time. That being said, you're not being forced. You can work from home. You can get tested on a weekly basis. Uh, so I just think this is just... You can choose never to go see a play. You can choose not to be able to walk in a park. You can choose to be uh, uh, stuck at home, imprisoned in your home. It, but that's not forcing. It's just, it's not worrying. It's not forcing. It's not forcing. Oh, boy. A new poll Americans passionately oppose Biden's vaccine mandate. It will lead uh, to an end to our republic and the beginning of an oppressive new tyranny, which is the goal. Convention of States America, uh, action, they did this thing, and the Trafalgar group, they worked with them, the Trafalgar, I guess. Um, whether the constitutional, uh, Biden has constitutional authority to impose that demand of a, of a maxi, uh, 58% say no, 29% said yes. The poll taken over the weekend of likely general election voters has a margin of error of 2.9%. The poll results reveal 27% of Democrats say Biden has no such authority. 55% of Democrats believe he does. More than 68% of independents say Biden lacks that power. 83% of Republicans say he lacks that power. Okay, um, moving on to Afghanistan again. Wake Up America had uh, Marsha Blackburn on talking about uh, Afghanistan, the Afghanistan withdrawal in China, and uh, saying something that I asked about a week ago. Was this all by design? What we know is this. China needed to have that overland route from Beijing to Tehran. They only got it going through Afghanistan. They also want the rare earth minerals that are there in Afghanistan. The lithium... Yeah, you know, uh, Hunter Biden was put in charge of a $1.4 
billion dollar hedge fund after a visit to China on Air Force Two while uh, his dad was vice president. And also he's going to get paid up to $500,000 for uh, paintings, even though he just started painting because there's this uh, there's a thing they do in China, which is called elegant bribery, where they uh, they uh, give you you create art, you, uh, you you get art and you sell it and you keep the money for yourself. It's called elegant bribery. Minds, things of that nature, which the U.S. has put on a map for them. Now they, I think they call it Yahui. Know where they're located and where to extract those components that are so necessary for uh, semiconductor chips, microprocessors, uh, lithium-ion batteries, etc. Right. And we know that Tehran is. And this is kind of weird because Joe Biden has also said that all federal vehicles must become electric. Huh. Is always looking for a. Who's going to get rich off that? Partner that is going to be there to help them export terrorism. They like using their proxies to create chaos in the world. Uh huh. And was it intentional? We know that there's going to be a classified Senate Armed Services hearing is going to be testifying before the Senate on Tuesday. He'll be in front of the House today. Um, hopefully there are some sharp pointed questions for uh, for both. What can we expect? What we can expect are questions. Uh, did we have a withdrawal plan or was this happenstance? The steps that the Biden administration made, which are missteps, uh, were they intentional? Were they seeking to elevate China? Had they made a deal on the front end? These are all really good questions that I asked like weeks ago. Uh, was the Taliban creating an exit strategy for us because we did not have an exit strategy. It's clear we didn't. Did they intend to turn over Bagram Airfield and all of the equipment there? Was that a part of their plan if they had one? Did they plan to leave thousands of Americans and SIV applicant applicants and SIV holders behind enemy lines. Wow. And why did they underestimate the Taliban and were they not aware that the Taliban was working with China and Russia and Iran? Here is a former uh, Obama acting CIA director, uh, Morell, um, talking about Biden's withdrawal and how it has inspired jihadists all over the world. Um, the Secretary of State will sit for questions tomorrow. For the very first time, the administration is going to have to explain this chaotic withdrawal. Um, you hear about the Taliban effect, that jihadis looked at this, looked at American troops exiting and said, it's possible that they are inspired by this. How much should we be concerned uh, about that? How could they not be? Now. I think that the Taliban winning the war in Afghanistan and then the way our exit happened Listen to this. has absolutely inspired jihadists all over the world. Um, the Taliban is saying, we just didn't defeat the United States. Yeah, we listen. defeated NATO. Listen. We defeated the world's greatest military power ever. Yeah, yeah. So there's a celebration going on. We defeated the Soviet Union, then it fell. Now we've defeated NATO. Right? Maybe they can fall too. I think not only will jihadists be inspired but a lot of them are going to come to Afghanistan to be part of the celebration. Of course they are. 
to be hard, to be part of Jihadist Central. So after 9-11, wow. they all scattered from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a flow back in, and that's one of the things that makes Afghanistan more dangerous than other spots on the planet. That would be a former CIA director uh, of uh, the Obama administration, actually. Yeah, pretty funny, but not really. Not really. Hmm. I think we're going to wrap things up. If you would, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast for all of the digital uh, platforms that this show is on because it's on over 50 of them and share with others because it is blowing up. We increased our listenership downloads uh, by 33% the last two weeks. It's just popping. And I've got some big news. Oh, I've got some big news coming up. There are a lot of talk show hosts out there and they all have opinions. And I would hope that what you get from this show is not only an opinion, but entertainment possible laughter insight that's different than everybody else and a connection because uh i love this country Uh, i never take for granted that when i crack this mic this one right here it is a gift from god and there is a place for this kind of a show in america that really opened up this year and i think you know why okay Time for me to go. Stamps.com. Enter promo code Newsmax if you do that. Stamps.com. Promo code Newsmax. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our service members, uh, both living and deceased, our veterans, Gold Star families, police and first responders, and above all, until tomorrow, do not, whatever you do, catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.